Lessons in Attachment is the podcast where I am talking openly and honestly about some of the key challenges so many of us face in love, dating and relationships, especially when we relate to having an anxious and or avoidant attachment style. I'm Carly Ann, I'm a somatic practitioner with a focus on attachment and self-esteem. Driven by my own journey of doing the inner work on healing the past and becoming more secure, this podcast is where you will find top healing tips, other people's lessons in love, and a community of people just like you and just like me that are determined to break the cycle of insecure attachment. I truly believe that everyone deserves a healthy love in their lifetime. Hello, I am so happy to have you here. I'm just really pleased that you found the podcast. I've had more and more of you reaching out uh, just to let me know how the podcast is helping you to reach out to book a one-to-one call, to reach out to ask about my offerings, just follow me on social media. And it's great because as I've said plenty of times before, With the podcast, it feels like one of the platforms where you just, there's less interaction almost, you know, like Instagram, even YouTube, there's just those automatic comments there. So it feels almost like there's this bit more distance, I guess. Um, But I absolutely adore delivering this podcast. I adore recording these intros for you. This is the moment where I feel like I get to connect with you, the listeners. This week, I am discussing something with you that I feel like is actually quite sensitive. And unfortunately, I could probably, you know, create a much longer list um, around some of the behaviors that you see come out. You know, you could say it's just anxious attachment, but it's not. If you kind of listen to what I describe in this episode absolutely people with avoidant tendencies can also fall into some of these patterns and use these strategies when they feel threatened or triggered and yeah so as always my message is that if you relate to these they're not who you are i just want to say that again um, just so that you know i've fallen into each of these patterns that i am about to describe I know how it feels before, I know how it feels during when you're actively reacting in these ways. And I know how it feels afterwards when you're kind of looking back, especially when you've been doing the inner work and you feel like things are going well, or you just desperately want to heal and get through this. No matter what I'm talking about today, I absolutely believe in your power to heal. I really, really do. And, you know, at the moment, as I'm recording this anyway, I am launching the next round of my course, Becoming Secure, which is a 12 week course where we look at six skills where, you know, if we had been taught these skills as children, we would be more secure for sure. You know, how to handle our emotions, resilience, you know, that getting back up when we experience rejection and it knocks our self-esteem expanding your potential and i really see that as you know what you're what you're hiding from the world what you're hiding from your dates from your partner from your relationships and from yourself as well believe it or not and we that's just three of the skills that i teach but you know becoming secure is different to the attachment recovery gym in that i'm kind of 
detailing, giving you a step-by-step of what these skills are. And the Attachment Recovery Gym, if you don't know, oh my God, you know, I love these platforms so much. The Attachment Recovery Gym is a space where we are actively practicing and using tools that build those skills, you know. Um, So whether that is our daily classes, our somatic attachment classes, just so much. And I hope just by whether it's the time for you now or not, I know only a fraction of you listening to this will will join those courses. I completely know that. Um, Whether you're here to go further with me as your coach, whether you're further uh, going further with yourself and kind of personal development, or, you know, you've got a therapist, another coach, whatever it is. I just hope that this podcast can support that. You are definitely not on your own. You can heal your attachment wounds. You can move towards becoming secure. You know, you're listening to these podcasts. You're taking these steps. I just think that is so fantastic. I really, really do. And yeah, I hope that the behaviors that I share today just give you a little bit of insight. Sometimes just having this knowledge, it will help you. You know, in the moment, you might see yourself falling into one of these patterns and then have that a moment where you remember, I listened to this in a podcast. I listened to this, this is what's happening. And you might find that you're able to make some natural change and that's really powerful, right? And if that doesn't happen, if you continue to see yourself falling into those patterns at that point, that might be when you decide, I need a bit of help with this because we do know with insecure attachment, we definitely heal better when we have help. So, of course, if you go to the description of this podcast, you will find all of the links. If you go to my Instagram, carly.an underscore, you're going to see so much of what I'm up to and just get to know me a little bit more. Please do subscribe, download, do all of the things because that's how I can reach people just like you, just like me that need this information. Today I am going to be talking about three behaviours that accidentally might be pushing people away. So welcome back to Lessons in Attachment. Sometimes we will have automatic behaviours that we've learned over time that get activated, get triggered, perhaps when you're feeling insecure when you have a fear that you're going to be left, there's some kind of threat to your relationship. And in those moments, we have protest behaviors, we have responses that can feel out of your control. They're not. If you've been following my podcast, this channel for long enough, you'll know that we can definitely move from insecure to secure. And, you know, that's what I'm supporting people to do inside my containers across these channels so I definitely believe that but we also have to have some honesty and kind of face reality a bit and some of these behaviors are very unhelpful and will push people away so if you see yourself falling into these behaviors try not to judge yourself instead just use that as the motivation that you know you've kind of had enough of that and that you want change So the first behavior is sulking, withdrawing, and kind of taking your love away. So usually here, there's some kind of fear of expressing yourself or saying what's on your mind. Perhaps that hasn't been something that you have been taught or that you know how to do. So in that moment, 
you will withdraw yourself. And sometimes I really feel for you because I know that sometimes you can see yourself doing it and you actually do want to lean back into love and you do want to be okay with your partner or the person that you're dating. It's not that you want to act like this, but it can feel quite powerless in those moments. The second thing that you might find yourself doing is perhaps creating some kind of drama when you don't feel like you're a priority. So perhaps you're feeling quite jealous, quite activated that they're spending time with someone else or doing other things with their time. And that has, yeah, kind of activated those abandonment wounds, made you feel like you're going to be left or you're not being chosen. And when that happens, we can go into protective mode. And so that might be through questioning, it might be through asking them repeatedly to see you. It might be contacting them nonstop in some way, trying to overcome this fear that you're not important to them. And other things that I see happening here is perhaps threatening that the relationship is over, saying that this isn't for you, it's not worth it. When, of course, when you come back down to earth and you're feeling yourself and you're regulated again, you might not feel that way. It's just in those moments when you're feeling like I'm not important to this person. Of course, it is a different story if you are dating someone or you're with someone where they're really not uh, showing you interest. They're absolutely never giving you their time. I'm really thinking about relationships here where it's quite healthy, it's quite secure. But for you, you're struggling to kind of... Um, let them live their lives a bit. The third behavior I'm going to say, and actually you can link these to the other two, but I just really want to put it out there. And this will be for those of you that are probably a bit further along in your relationships. And this will be like, I feel a bit harsh saying this, but ruining days out or ruining date nights, things like that, because you get stuck in a certain mood or you get stuck with a certain idea in your head and very similar to the soul king you probably can see it happening or you just fully have gone with what you believe just happened and so you could have been having a really nice conversation you know especially with anxious attachment things like tone of voice and facial expression can be really activating so if you think that you notice something or perceive something that can trigger that state trigger the anxious attachment and then in those moments it winds up that you end up arguing about something end up questioning around something and unfortunately what could have been quite a nice day or evening um, gets hijacked if you see yourself in these states then you might well be wondering like what do I actually do about this it's all good explaining it I see myself falling into these and as we know a lot of the time when we're healing abandonment wounds and attachment a lot of the time insight into our difficulties isn't enough like it's absolutely so important that we do see that this is happening and admit it but there really is that question of like well what do I actually do about it so one of the things that's really key here, you might have noticed if you listen to some of the words that I'm saying and plenty of the things that I record and share with you, but it's a lot about being able to adjust and move between different states, move between feeling calm, a little bit triggered, and then moving back, being able to self-reflect, 
reflect on the situation, take in the other person's perspective, the reality of the situation, and then move yourself back to a soothed state. And that can be really, really hard if you get stuck in anxiety, big emotion, basically. So, you know, a lot of titration will happen in attachment healing, which is what I'll be doing with my one-to-one clients or Inside the attachment recovery gym, it's no accident that when we do the diary each day or the somatic classes, I will move people between these different states because that is so useful when it comes to real time to not get stuck in anxiety and to be able to recognize when your body state shifts to be able to recognize the sensations and what goes, you know, how the thoughts change and move yourself back to a calmer state because from there we can make better decisions. Like I say, if you do see yourself in these behaviors, you are so much more than your attachment style and you can check out the bio for access to the attachment recovery gym and working with me as well as just exploring all the other videos and episodes that I have.